Hello and welcome to episode 18 of Game of Wines, a Song of Ice and Fire podcast. I'm Olivia. I'm Gabby. And I'm Chris. Today we will be discussing Eddard Chapter 3 and A Game of Thrones, so make sure you have read before listening. Spoiler alert, if you are new to the series and have never seen the show, please skip ahead to a minute and 50 seconds to avoid hearing the spoiler. So the news that I have for us today, it comes from CNBC. I'm sure everyone has kind of seen this article that came out from other people, but um, Jason Momoa, and as we know, he's Cal Drogo in the show, um, Game of Thrones. He uh, apparently <laughs> was not ready for his death that happened in season one financially. So he said that after his death, him and his wife were literally starving. They had no money. Um, he said that it's, uh, it's very challenging when you have babies and you're completely in debt. He said him and his wife, uh, Lisa Bonet had two children at the time and they had no money left and they weren't ready for his character to just die off in the first season. So spoiler alert, but yeah. Oh yeah. Our bad. But he wasn't ready for that one. Um, but he's apparently completely booked till 2024, so he's doing just fine on <laughs> he's Monday. He's doing just fine now. <laughs> you know, after Justice League and all that stuff, so he's doing just fine. All right. Um, so the Martin message today, he didn't really write anything recently on Game of Thrones or Winds of Winter or anything like that. Because hopefully he's writing the book, Winds of Winter. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, he's doing other projects as well. Oh, oh my God. So I haven't really read any of these series the he is apparently a writer of the series wild cards i have not read any of them but apparently he has written that series Hmm. apparently there will be a new wild card story by ian tregillis and they just released the cover art for it so if any of you if any of you guys are wild cards fans go check it out it looks right. pretty cool. He honestly, the guy on the front of this looks like Thanos <laughs> from Endgame. Endgame. And it's called, the book is called Hammer and Tongs and a Rusty Nail, a Wild Card Story. Wow. So, that's what he's doing instead of writing. Yep. All right. <sighs> Thanks, George. Thanks a lot. God. All right. So, for the question answers from last week, the first question was. Do you think the Hound was trying to help Sansa or scare Sansa? Hannah said, probably scare. He's a scary dude. Facts. And then Lexi said, I think that he always tries to show people they should be scared of him. So yes, I think he was trying to scare her. The second question was, what do you think of Sansa's infatuation with Joffrey? Hannah said, she's a teenage girl who had an idea in her head of what her life is supposed to be, since that's what women in her position do. So she sees Joffrey and she's like, yes, this is it. This is perfect. And then I can fulfill my purpose in life. So I think she's so confused with what she is supposed to be and supposed to do that she doesn't really care who Joffrey is as a person. He's just an avenue to her future. That's a really good way of putting up that. I didn't even think about that. And then Lexi said, I hate, she put two vomit emojis and then she put, I hate it with a passion because I never liked him. And for people who have not seen the show, you will see that you will grow to extremely dislike Joffrey. And then question number three was, do you think Arya was justified in hitting Joffrey? 
Hannah said, there doesn't need to be a reason to hit Joffrey. So yeah, she was justified in hitting him. And then Lexi said, yes, yes, yes. He deserves everything. So I think there's some consensus among you guys of like our hate of Joffrey. Um, Thank you for sending in your answers. Keep them coming. So last episode, um, Sansa got to spend a whole day with her Prince Joffrey. Yay. Vomit. Um, they happened to walk up on Arya and the butcher's boy, Micah, um, practicing their sword fighting. Uh, and then some drama went down, and we kind of just left off not knowing where Arya was. Because she ran off. Yeah. Yep. So today we get to pick up the pieces uh, in the aftermath of the last chapter. They found Arya after Yay. four days, um, and she's brought before the king. Cersei shows us her true colors, and a few pay the ultimate price. Dun, dun, dun. Um, the wine we have tonight is called Cooper. It's from Bowers Harbor Vineyards in Traverse City. Me and Olivia got it on vacation up there. Yeah. So that's that. It's pretty good. Let's it's white. to it. Yep. Oh. <laughs> New ASMR. <laughs> wow. I- Oh, the vineyards are very nice. Yeah. I spilled. Thank you, Gabby. You're welcome. Oh, sorry, Chris. Okay. <laughs> I got a small glass, I guess. <laughs> Whoops. All right, let's dive in. That's right. good wine, though. So, as Christopher said, Aria has been found. Yay! Um, Jory Castle found her and assured Ned that she had not been harmed and then also told Ned that she was taken straight to the king on orders from the queen. Ned, this whole time, has barely slept since she was missing and he was, his heart was sick. He asked his men to bring Sansa to the audience with the king because she knows exactly what happened, and Ned thinks that she may need to shed some light on the situation that happened with Joffrey. Ned is furious. He wants to know why Arya was not taken to him first. Um, Mainly mad at Cersei, because she's the one that demanded it. And he goes, damn that woman. Damn that woman. (laughs) So he's, he's running across the castle yard in haste, People were trying to talk to him and ask him questions. He did not even look the other way, completely ignored them, and was just (laughs) rushing to get to Arya. So then he finds out that she is being kept at Sir Raymond Derry's audience chamber, which is a half day's ride away. What? Yeah. Not anywhere near, to say the least. Yeah, that's... God. That's messed up. He... Ned is kind of nervous about going to the Derry's audience chamber because there was some bad blood between the Lannisters, Starks, and Derry's because they all fought for the Tar... Or, I'm sorry. The Derry's fought for the Targaryens, so there's bad blood between the Lannisters, Starks, and then the Derry's. Um, during Robert's Rebellion. During Robert's Rebellion, correct. And he's nervous because... All under one roof. There's going to be Lannisters. There's going to be Baratheons. There's going to be Starks. And there's going to be the Darys. So there's definitely going to be some tension. Yeah. A little bit more about Sir Raymond Derry. Um, he lives under the King's Peace, but his house had been the Targaryen's Bannermen and had fought against the Baratheons, Lannisters, and the Starks. 
surprised that Robert wants to be there at all. Yeah. He has so much hate for the Targaryens. Yeah. For the Targaryens, he's like, okay, I'll just use your room. Yeah, I I agree. That doesn't make a lot of sense. So he's riding there, and he arrives to the audience chamber, and he sees that it's very crowded, and Ned's like, this is too crowded in my opinion. There shouldn't be this many people here, just for a little girl, Yeah. you know? Ned thought that if it were just King Robert and him, they would have been able to fit, figure this out easily and peacefully. Keyword, peacefully. Yeah. yeah. So he finds the king, who's slumped in Derry's high seat, with Cersei and Joffrey by him. He notices that Robert's face is sullen, and he notices that there are bandages on Joffrey's arm where Nymeria bit him, and Cersei was standing right behind Joffrey with her hand on his shoulder. Then he sees Arya in the center of the room, and she is sobbing, and when she sees her dad, she just kept going, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And Ned's, like, not even angry at her and goes straight to her and asks if she's hurt. She says no, but she is hungry. And Ned kind of loses it here, and I wanted to read a little excerpt from the book. This is on page 154. Hold on one second. Let me try and find it. Okay, so this is Ned talking. He says, what is the meaning of this? His eyes swept the room, searching for friendly faces, but for, the, but for his own men, they were few. Sir Raymond Derry guarded his look well. Lord Renly wore a half-smile that might mean anything, and old Sir Barristan was grave. The rest were Lannisters and men. Their only good fortune was that both Jamie Lannister and Sandor Cooling were missing, leading searches north of the Trident. Why was I not told that my daughter had been found? Ned demanded, his voice ringing. Why was she not brought to me at once? So he's pretty pissed. Yeah. I mean, I think I would be, too. Yeah, why wouldn't you bring his own daughter to him? Like My daughter's been missing for four days. And Cersei has no room to, like, say anything about this. It's not your kid, dude. Like It was her kid that got bit. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Um. So Ned was speaking to Robert, but Cersei answered for him and said how dare you speak to your king in that manner um you kind of see robert like stir in his seat and he tells cersei to be quiet it's like a quiet woman shut up woman. <laughs> um and he apologizes to ned and says that he thought that bringing her here would just get the business done with quickly um and ned's asking what that business is with ice in his voice He's pissed. <laughs> um, and step and Cersei steps forward saying, You know full well, Stark. This girl of yours attacked my son, her and her butcher's boy. The animal of hers tried to tear off his arm. Yeah. yeah. Um, Arya says loudly that that isn't true um, and that Joffrey was hurt, hurting Micah, which, I mean, as we know... Mm-hmm. That's the truth. That's the truth. Yeah. Cut his cheek, right? Yeah. Um... So the queen then says that Joffrey told them what happened, and she says that Arya and Micah were beating him with clubs while she set his um, set her wolf on him. And of course, Arya is still saying that that's not what happened, mm-hmm. and she's like close to tears. Like, I mean, I would be crying. Yeah, but that's total lies. Some people are lying about you in front of your face. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Joffrey finally chimes in after sitting there quietly, like a little. Anyway. Um, <laughs> well, baby. <laughs> um. He goes, yes, it is. They all attacked me. And then she threw lion's tooth in the river. And Arya goes, liar. And Joffrey's like, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And the king just roars and says, enough. And rose to his feet and says, 
with his voice thick with irrita irritation. No child, no child, you will tell me what happened, tell it true, and tell it all and tell it true. It is a great crime to lie to a king. <laughs> he then looked over to Joffrey and told him that he would get his turn to talk, but when Ari was finished. And that he better hold his tongue until, until, <laughs> until it's his turn. Um, so Arya begins to tell her side of the story, and Ned hears a door open up behind him, so he turns around and sees that Veon Poole is entering with Sansa, and they're standing at the back of the hall silently as Arya's talking. Um, when Arya gets to the part of her story where she throws Joffrey's sword into the trident, Renly Baratheon <laughs> begins to laugh. <laughs> Um, and Rob gets Robert gets irritated and tells Sir Barristan to escort his brother from the hall before he chokes. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Um, and Renly said that his brother was too too kind, but that he could find the door for himself. And on his way out, he couldn't help but say, <laughs> "Perchance later you could tell me how a nine-year-old girl the size of a wet rat managed to disarm you with a broom handle and throw your sword in the river." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So, good yeah. point. He got a point. Uh, yeah. So he's laughing at Joffrey. Thought he was the prince. Yeah. Um. So then, when Joffrey starts his story, he was very pale, and he told a completely different story than Arya did. Um. When he finished, Robert stood up, looking as if he would rather be anywhere else, and said, "What in the, all the seven hells am I just supposed to make of this?" He says one thing, she says another. Um. And then Ned then says that. They were not the only ones there and caused Sansa up to the front of the hall. Um, he had heard her version of the story the night before, or no, the night that Arya disappeared. So he had already, he already knew. He already knows what happened. Yeah. 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 So Sansa comes forward and you can tell she's very hesitant. Um, she blinks at her sister and then at, Ro and then at Joffrey before saying, I don't know. I don't remember. Everything happened so fast um, with tears in her eyes. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, obviously she's scared, but... Yeah. And you can tell she knows. Like, she didn't forget. Yeah. You know? Yep. I don't remember. Um, so, Arya loses it when she heard that um, and flies at Sansa, knocking her to the ground, screaming that she's a rotten liar. <laughs> um, Jorah pulls her off of her sister and her father tells her to stop. And Ned lifts Sansa up and notice that she's pale and shaking and asks if she's hurt but it's almost like it's almost like she doesn't even hear her hear him ask her that mm -hmm. um and then cersei again pipes up and says the girl is as wild as that filthy animal of hers robert i want her punished Ugh. Shut up. Ugh. um robert says seven hells cersei look at her she's a child what would you have me do whip her through the streets damn it children fight it's over no lasting harm was done and Cersei obviously answers, pissed off, and says that Joffrey will carry the scars for the rest of his life. Oh my gosh, get over it. Right. Um, and Robert looked at his son and said, so he will. Perhaps they will teach him a lesson. Ned, see that your daughter is disciplined. I will do the same for my son. Ned, and Ned kind of, he's relieved when he hears that, obviously. Oh, yeah. Over with. Um, but this just isn't enough for Cersei. Gosh. And so she speaks up again and goes, and what of the dire wolf? What of the beast that savaged your son, she calls to Robert. Um, he stops, turns back, and frowns and says, I'd forgotten about the damned wolf. She just uh, she just likes to stir the pot, man. Everything was fine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Ugh. 
Uh, Cersei kind of comments um, and is like, I remember there was a time when you would hang the wolf's pelt from the walls, mm-hmm. you know, to prove yourself to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and Arya kind of tensed up at the notion of them killing Nymeria. Um, and one of them chimes up and says, there's there's no trace of, of her at all. Cersei offers a hundred gold dragons to whoever brings her Nymeria's skin. Um, and Robert kind of laughs and says, what a costly pet that is. <laughs> um, Cersei then, of course, has to, well, we do have a wolf. Ugh. And so, referring to Lady. Mm. Um, and it all took them a few moments to understand, and once they did, Robert said, so be it. Just, like, kind of just shut her Whatever, up. Whatever, just get it over um, with. And Ned quickly is like, what the, what the hell, man? <laughs> like, are you serious? And Robert said... The wolf is no pet for her. Get her a dog, and she'll be... It's better that she has a dog anyways. She doesn't need the wolf. Yeah. And Arya protests and says that Lady wasn't even there, didn't do anything that's unfair, um, and that it's not fair that Lady would have to pay the price for what Nymeria did. And Sansa still is not quite getting this, and finally realizes, <laughs> like, wait, do you mean my wolf? Like, it took her, like, a few minutes to, like, kind of understand... They're talking about yours. Because she wasn't even thinking like they would even no, bring up Lady. she's completely zoned because out. Because why would they bring up Lady? Right. Because right. uh, she wasn't even there. Exactly. Uh, so Ned pleads one more time with Robert to reconsider, um, but with no change. And Ro- Robert doesn't even answer him. Mm-hmm. Um, Ned then lays it on Robert like, okay, so is this what you're commanding? Are mm-hmm. you commanding that this happens, that I kill? As a just, king? Yeah, as a king, is this your command? Um, and Robert doesn't answer him. Instead, he, look at, he looks at her and curses her and leaves. Um, and Ned steps up and says that... Um, or Cersei then says, okay, well, Illin Payne, go kill the wolf. And Ned steps in and says, no, I'll do it. Um, and Cersei's like, is this some kind of trick? Like... You're even gonna kill the wolf, and he why goes, do you want to do it? And yeah. he goes, the the wolf is of the north. She deserves a better than a butcher. Mm-hmm. Um, Preach it. No. So then Ned calls for Pool to go grab ice, um, and then he sits. Uh, he goes out to Lady and has the girls go to their room, and he sits with Lady um, and admires her uh, how clean she is and how well kept she is and how. She's, She's just a very good girl. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she models after Sansa, right? So yep. she's calm and yeah. Pretty. Yeah, pretty. Perfect. Um, <laughs> Sorry. So Jory brings uh, ice to Ned, um, and Ned dispatches Lady. They don't describe it at all in the book. They just said he did it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he tells Jory to bring the bring the. Bring Lady North, um, and to bury her at Winterfell. And Jory's like, all the way north? And he goes, yeah, that's... That's like, heck yeah. That's what she deserves. She that's deserves she to be buried at Winterfell in the north. She's a direwolf. Yeah. Um, and so... <clears throat> um, as he's back, as he's heading back, and Ned's kind of sad, um, he sees the hound riding in. And the hound notices him, too, and the hound says, no sign of your girl, um... Uh, but Ned notices that they're... So, obviously the Hound does not realize that Arya has been found. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was looking for her. And Ned notices that he's got this large bag on his horse. 
Uh, but then the hound continues and says, well, today wasn't a total loss. Um, and Ned opens the bag and he's expecting to see Nymeria in the bag. Um, but instead he sees the dead body of Micah. Uh, and he comments that Micah was nearly split in half from the hound. Um, the hound says he ran, but not fast enough. Oh my gosh. And so... So they just killed, like, That's a... Just yeah, so Cersei yeah, okay. gets her way, and not only does Lady get killed, Namiria's gone, and... Mike Micah's is dead. is dead, and he didn't do anything. Ugh. So... That makes me sick. That's her true colors. So that's how the chapter ends. Some discussion questions that we have. Um, so why do you think the king didn't tell Ned that he had Arya? Do you think that it was Cersei doing it, or... Ro- do you think that it was Cersei's doing, or Robert's, that he didn't tell Ned? Well, I think, do we know if Cersei found out about them finding Arya before Robert did? Yeah. I assume that she did. Yeah. Because. She's who demanded right, that I, she was brought to him. Exactly. So I think, I think it was Cersei because she knew about it before Robert. Yeah. I think if Robert found out before Cersei, he would have just been like, oh my gosh, Ned, like we found yeah, a kid. Because yeah. they're like best sure friends. That Ned knew. Yeah. And not moved her a half days right away. Right. Right. And I think also with that, um, I feel like Cersei wanted to have Arya, like, judged and punished before Ned even showed up. So she got her hand in there before anyone else could. But and that's luckily, how she was able to control the situation. Yeah, and, but luckily Robert, like, was literally paused the proceedings until Ned showed up. Yeah. But if Cersei had her way, who knows if Arya would even be alive, right? Yeah. So. Yep. Um, did we answer that one? Yep. Yeah. We're good. Uh, second question is, do you think that Robert was being too forward, challenging the king to carry out the sentence on Lady? No. No, because that's how he is. He thinks yeah. that if you pass the sentence, you should Yeah. You should do it. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know? I mean, I think that he's, you know, and overstepping think- his bounds if, with the king. Yeah. But the king is also his friend. Yeah. So he's kind of like challenging him. And Cersei's like, oh, that's your king you're talking to. And Ned's like, I really well, don't care. But at least he's the hand. You know. He is the hand, which yeah, so is that's number kind of what he's two. Supposed to do, yeah, is to make sure exactly. So, so yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, the third question is: Do you think Sansa should have stepped up and defended her sister, and why didn't she? Yeah, but okay. This is where I'm annoyed with Sansa because I wish she stood up and said something, but obviously she's a child too, and she's scared mm-hmm. and wants obviously she's literally said that she wants everything to be pretty and perfect yeah so i think that i think that with the couple conversations she's had with the queen maybe she's scared of what she what the queen will do to her yeah. if she were to not say what Cersei wanted her to say. Yeah. So she was intimidated by that, but I do think she should have stepped up and defended her sister. But I understand why she didn't. I think. Well, I think that she should have defended her sister. Yes, and yeah. I, I personally don't like Sansa at all. But because the first, the first two things that we have with Sansa now is just kind of gross. Um, <laughs> and what I don't, what I don't see, I know what you're saying, where she's afraid of what Cersei will do. But I don't see that fear in her. She hasn't said that in the last chapter or anything. If anything, she wants to 
just impress Cersei. So that's what's kind of annoying me is it's like, if you're doing this just to impress Cersei, you're just throwing your sister under the bus. And this is really bad. I think she's afraid of everything. She seems like a very timid person right now. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping that this will be a reality check for her that just because you're being all nice to her and you didn't defend your sister... Yeah, exactly. This is. I'm hoping this is a reality check for her to be like. Like it. Well, things look, aren't all pretty and perfect. Look what her. It got her though. Like her wolf died. Yeah. yeah. And if you just told the truth. Which I don't think it was deserved, but. No. Yeah. If you would have just told the truth. Maybe then that li- maybe Lady would have still been alive. Yeah. yeah. But if she you still has to. She sister. still has to think about. She knows that Joffrey has a temper. First. She just learned that. Yeah. She knows yeah. that she has to marry him one day. So I think that's a lot of good reasons why she didn't have to. She felt the pressure. Tell the truth. Think she's too caught up in the bull. I think that she's scared of what would happen to her if she didn't say exactly what the queen and the prince wanted her to say. Yeah. She's afraid that she won't be betrothed anymore. Okay. Well, I disagree. <laughs> I don't know. I just I don't I don't like her that much. I well, don't like her now. Yeah. But but in the future we'll maybe see. maybe in the future she'll change and smarten up and grow a pair. <laughs> but right now she seems pretty weak and yes her weakness caused the death of. Her we also have to remember wife. she's a little girl right now. And Micah, let's not forget just because Lady's dead, there's also there's an innocent little butcher's boy that was just killed. Yeah. For no reason. That wasn't necessarily her fault. That wasn't I'm sure the hound was going to do no. that anyway. But yeah. I think you would have done that anyways, but still. Yeah. Yeah. I think the only reason that Arya was not killed was because she's the daughter of the Hand of the King. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also while she wasn't whipped through the streets is because Ned showed up. I think that's the only reason Cersei didn't push for Arya to be killed as well as Micah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and I think Ned said that he was, in the chapter, he was like he was really happy that somebody else found Arya and not the Lannisters. Yeah. So who knows what the Lannisters would have done? Yeah, like exactly. Said, like yeah. and like, not in front of anyone. What she would could, they do yeah, behind closed exactly. doors? Exactly. Would they have been like, oh? She, she has the power to like set the hound on Arya too. Yeah. She tripped and fell. You and know, hit her, head her Joffrey. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just. <sighs> we already know that they're trying to kill. See, guys, I told else. you last episode. This is when stuff gets dark. Yeah. This yeah. is when stuff happens. So answer those questions on our social media, please. Yes. What do you guys think? Speaking of social media, you can find us on Facebook at Game of Wines, a Song of Ice and Fire podcast, on Instagram and Twitter at Game of Wines 1, and on YouTube at Game of Wines Podcast. That is it for this week's episode of Game of Wines. Next episode, we will be discussing Brand Chapter 3, so make sure you read that chapter before next week. Thanks for listening.